0: Well, happy 2019. As we continue with this podcast, behind the mic, good to be here. I'm recording this in my radio booth. I did this for the first episode. There, there's something about being in my booth. I'm in my elements. I'm looking outside at Hadlock Field. That's covered in snow. But we're three months away from baseball here at Hadlock Field. That's my other gig is the voice of the Portland Sea Dogs. But I, I hope everyone had a, a safe. And Happy New Year's. I really appreciate all the feedback on the podcast. Of course, this is something new. I've been inspired by so many of you. And just terrific feedback. And part of that feedback is going to be a big part of what we talk about today. Make sure to follow me behind the mic on Twitter. It's at behind the underscore mic. It's the same thing for Instagram. And behind the mic 73 on Facebook. Facebook, we seem to get... A uh, a lot of questions, a lot of feedback on that, and really promoting all of this. So again, want your comments, want your feedback. You can get this podcast. It's available on any device, anything you're listening to, all of those uh, great podcast sites. So say if you're listening to this on iTunes and maybe you're transferring to a different phone, uh, this thing is available everywhere. And a big thanks to Anchor.com. You go to anchorfm.com. Uh, .com. They're the platform. I'm using this, and it's free. So if you want to start a podcast, I suggest uh, you do that. I really want to thank Mark Perlman Price, my broadcast partner, who will be back with me for fifth season in 2019. Mark gave me the big confirmation a couple nights ago. He was our guest last week. He was terrific, some really good insight. And uh, I think we'll have Mark on again. We'll have some things planned for the baseball season, getting players and coaches and, uh, of course, getting a lot of your feedback as well. And, and fans of any sport, welcome any questions from any sport, not just baseball. We'd love to talk about it. So, again, Happy New Year. Uh, I'm sure people have resolutions. I think it's good to have a resolution. I think it's good to be inspired. I talked about my inspiration to do this podcast. was from a good friend of mine, Justin Phillips, who hosts Sports Sales and Coffee. It is a terrific podcast. But I, I just, you know, the older you get you just uh, you change mentally, and I think it's a good thing. And I'm in my 40s right now, and you get more comfortable in your own skin. But I'm inspired by people of all ages, of uh, different beliefs, and, you know, I'm big in the health community. And I know there's a lot of uh, New Year's resolutions and people wanting to go to the gym. And I see some things, some negative things. I- I'm big on health. Um, I love to work out. And I know this is a time of year where people want to go to the gym and the gyms are busy right now and you make fun of those people, I'm, I'm trying to spread some love right now. Encourage those people. Inspire those people. Instead of going to the gym and complaining that it's busy, why don't you, you see if you can help somebody and try to make them like fitness because it's not easy. But I think mentally, if you can get into the working out, it's a really great thing. So that that's kind of my words of wisdom right off the bat as we get into our New Year's resolution. I won't stay on this soapbox for the podcast. I want to get into... Uh, Some of the questions uh, that I received through Facebook, and uh, a lot of people wanted to know what my favorite parks were outside of Hadlock. I think we'll do that. Outside of Hadlock Field, I've already come up with what I'm going to talk about. Outside of Hadlock, outside of Fenway Park, because I think that would be fair to mention other parks. A lot of people listening to this have been to Hadlock. If you've not, I suggest you have. But So want to know what my favorite parks are that I've been to. My routine at home, as a broadcaster, what uh, road life is like, and what travels like. So, yeah, we can we certainly get into that. I, I would say for parks, one of my favorite parks I've been to uh, was in 2015, and this was unscheduled at the start of the year. I had a terrific opportunity when the uh, Red Sox broadcasters took vacation. Uh, Don Orsillo took vacation. Josh Mauer. Of the Pawtucket Red Sox went up into TV for the Red Sox in Anaheim. He was uh, on Nesson. So, what happened was Pawtucket moved me up to Pawtucket uh, to work for them for uh, a whole road trip. And then Mark, my guest last week, uh, he had the reins in my seat. So, it was kind of a neat thing back in 2015. Sea Dogs had their all star game here. Uh, the very next morning at about uh, four o'clock, an early wake-up call, and I flew to Durham, North Carolina, and I got to work in Durham and got to work in Norfolk, but I was blown away by Durham. Uh, it's a relatively new park. It is a terrific baseball city, and I would put that as one of the best ballparks that I've been to. Uh, the broadcast situation there, the, the view is different. You're down the first baseline because they've uh, done so many constructions there. They have... Uh, so many suites where usually the, the press sits. But the atmosphere in, in Durham, uh, that baseball city is unbelievable. They've got a bar in left field. Uh, just, but just the atmosphere, it, it was incredible. And I had the opportunity to walk down to the old ballpark where they shot Bull Durham. And uh, that was something else, getting to see... That ballpark from the movie and all those structures are still there. The only thing that's different is there's a new playing surface. But all of the things you see in the movie, the outside structure, the stands, it is exactly the same. And I had a a very good opportunity to get a a personal tour of that. And um, it is unbelievable. So I put, of course, Hadlock number one. But I put Durham, a place I've only been to once, as one of my top parks. In this league, Hartford, brand new. Uh, gorgeous Dunkin' Donuts Park, and I really like Altoona, which is in Pennsylvania. It's a, a big stadium. So, those are some of the parks I love. Uh, big Leagues, uh, San Diego I had a chance to go there a few years ago without a game being played. Uh, walked around the uh, the stadium, and is outstanding. So we'll get to uh, what is my routine like. Well, I can tell you my routine right now in the off season. I'm a full time. Employee of the Portland Sea Dogs, so I work in the office. I'm also the director of media relations, so I handle uh, player moves, uh, anything going on with the team. I handle the baseball side of the media, so I work on a lot of projects in the off season. And if you're a big statistical guy, I put together a lot of Excel sheets that has the history of the team. I've got all kinds of statistics, and I'd be willing to share that. I could put that out on Twitter and and some of the all-time players. I put together alumni pages, um, go through a lot of projects, put together our team media guide, help with the team program. We're all involved with the process of uh, the events here. So I help with ideas and we come up with a lot of different things. We're all part of it. But uh, the off season's a little bit different. It's normal office hours, but I'm working on a lot of factual stuff and, and collecting a lot of data. And it's fun. I mean, it's stuff that I've always been interested in, even as a youngster, and I've had a chance to, to really uh, sink my teeth into some pretty cool projects. So the uh, the off-season's different. We have a lot of cool things starting to pop up here. We have our hot stove dinner coming up in a couple weeks, and uh, Keith Falk will be there. Uh, Nick Sea Dogs player, was our community player of the year last year. We're hoping to announce our new manager soon. He will be there as well. And Ben Crockett, who's the director of, of player development for the Red Sox will be there. And, and that's an event I host. It's for charity, and it's one of my favorite events here. I get to interview all of our guests on stage. But, again, all the proceeds go to charity. So that's part of a big off-season event. do a lot of events with Slugger uh, that I really enjoy. We go out in the community, and I, I really like being around him, and and uh, we have a lot of fun. Now, the, the baseball season is completely different, um, obviously, with the games. But at home, I'm here in the morning. And uh, I compile statistics that I bring out to the clubhouses that I provide in the press box. You know, I handle all the uh, press passes and media credentials that uh, we give to all kinds of media, not just here in Maine, outside media, um, all different types. And there's the podcast media now, there's bloggers, uh, there's a lot more uh, people involved in sports than ever. So that's one side of my job. I uh, compile our game notes for the Sea Dogs, and that's something that. Um, I send out through email, and I tweet every day, and that's got stuff on the teams and and, and bios. And then, uh, you know, I I stay busy all day. And then the games. Uh, The games is the best part of it. get to call the games. I'm also involved in social media with tweeting about the games, Uh, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, I'm involved in all that. After games, we work on game stories. We work on websites. So there's a lot that goes involved in being a broadcaster, not just calling the games, and uh, for those that are getting into that, and I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes here because I'm getting a lot of uh, inquiries about getting into broadcasting, a lot of uh, great emails, and I'll talk about that for those that want to get into this, uh, of of the hats that you wear. Uh, Road life's a little bit different. I don't have to be at the ballpark uh, as early. It's a different routine, so I'll go over with the team. There's usually two buses in the afternoon, Uh, For example, if we play a 7 o'clock game, there'll be a 2 o'clock and a 3 o'clock bus. A lot of the staff members, a lot of the trainers, they'll go over even early to get set up. But you know, I usually go in the second bus, and a lot of it's just game prep, uh, grabbing an interview, uh, tweeting, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. All of that is part of my job on the road to to provide uh, something for the fans back home who, of course, can listen to the games, can watch the games, but some of the insight that you can't see, tours of stadiums. And uh, so I work on all of that, and then, of course, it's the game, and it's just doing the same thing again, you know, post-game, writing the game story, updating the website. And uh, it just, that's the, tr- the train I ride for 140 days. But, you know, the travel is actually a lot better. I've been in this for over 20 years. Uh, the Sea Dogs are very courteous that they give us uh, two buses to travel, which is a game changer. So we travel with two buses. You get uh, plenty of leg room. Guys like to sleep on the bus. It's it's actually a relaxing time. You get away, you know, you're together. Uh, guys like to play video games on the bus. But I think, I think road life's fun. You know, I get to see a lot of the... I've been in this league long enough where I've gotten to know people in the other front offices. Uh, I will tell you one thing that might be a little bit unknown to certain people is that the broadcasters in baseball at every level are very close. I mean, we're... Uh, some of my best friends... Uh, work in baseball and uh, as broadcasters. And it's it's not really because of what we do. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's the connection. But after a while, it, it becomes about other things. It's not just what we do. We, we just get a connection. I think the introduction is that we're together so much, so we get to know each other so much. I've been inspired uh, by people in this league. and in, in fact, going back to my New Year's resolutions, I have one, uh, Tyler Zickel of New Hampshire. He tweeted out, How he read uh, thirty books last year, and that's part of my goal for 2019. I've already started a book, Ball Four, by Jim Bowden. I've uh, 100 pages in. I love it, and I'm going to try to read two to three books a month, and that's uh, something I want to stick to. So again, going back to being inspired, that's kind of one of the themes of this uh, podcast. So, you know, the the one uh, I think great thing that I've learned over the years is that this position and what you set out to do, it becomes about one goal. You want to be a big leaguer. You want to get into this. You want to have the job. But then you realize that you learn other things and then you acquire other things. And one of the best gifts I can say that I've had from this is the people I've met. Yeah, the, the job's been great. No doubt about it. You know, to do what I do is great. But I put value on relationships higher. And, you know, my best friend to this day, is uh, the guy that hired me for my first job, and we'll get him on this podcast. And I value those relationships a lot more than what I do. That might sound funny to both, but, um, you know, you can always do this job, but you can't have some of the connections, and you can't have some of the friendships that you form in this either. You could do this job and be lonely and not have any friends if you're just so narrow-minded just to the job. So I'm, I'm really blessed that I've gotten to meet some great people, and Mark, who was on last week with me, is a dear friend. And I'm, I'm really uh, grateful for that relationship that we've formed over the years. And I think that's why we work so well. Um, but again, travel life is, is, is not bad. Um, it's not for everybody. You know, it's, you're alone a lot. Uh, you're eating out a lot, but it's still fun. So it's a lot of the same thing. And, and we'll get into more of that during my season and, uh, and talk about that more. So hopefully that answered all my, uh, all your questions about that. I will say one of the biggest things during the season, and I have a cup right here, is the coffee. That is my savior. Of course, uh, coffee is huge <laughs> during the baseball season. Yeah, and so I want to get to some of the, the broadcast lessons. You know, lots of people want to get into this, and I'm getting a lot more emails now this time of year, but I, I feel like in the last couple of years, I've gotten a lot more people that have reached out to me, and I want... Anybody who's listening to this who is interested, even if you're kind of interested in this, feel free to email me. Uh, you can do it through the Facebook page at Behind the Mic 73, but uh, send me an email, cdogsradio. It's pretty easy cdogsradio at gmail.com. So cdogsradio at gmail. All of you know how to get in touch with me. I'm on Twitter, but search behind the mic and if you want to talk about it. Now, some of my experiences growing up reaching out to people, it wasn't easy. This business can be a little tough. Sometimes people don't want to help younger people getting into it. That's one of the hard lessons I learned as a youngster that some people didn't have time for it. And, you know, when I was in my 20s, it bothered me a little bit. Um, You know, when I lived in a big market, and reaching out to people in Boston wasn't the easiest thing. Some responded, but, you know, at the time, maybe I felt entitled that, hey, I want to get into this, you have a great job, you should respond to me. And that's not always the right way to look at it. You know, when I look back now, I'm sure those people were busy and, and they were at a big st- status and they're getting thousands of uh, people contacting them. But back then, a lot of it wasn't through email. Um, it was through phone, it was through writing. And, you know, after going through those experiences, I always promised myself, that I would always respond to people, and I try to do that. Um, I love getting emails from people. I love when I talk to people on the phone that want to get into this. There is room for anybody, for all of us in this business. I, I like seeing that more women are getting into broadcasting. we got about four or five terrific play-by-play ladies now in minor league baseball who are terrific, and um, you know you can't get to this point where... You don't want to help people because, you, you know, you, you, you're afraid for them to advance. It hurts your career. It happens to all of us. You get a little insecure. But my whole feeling is that the more, the merrier. And I am willing to help anybody who wants to get into this. And one of the biggest things I try to tell people that want to get into broadcasting, especially if you want to do play-by-play, is you just need to get reps. Play-by-play, broadcasting, and it goes back to what I talked about Right at the beginning, see everything always ties back to something. That's how we do this. It's like a movie. A lot of this is a metaphor for something else. Getting reps in broadcasting is just like working out. You don't get better. You don't get into better shape by not working out. It's pretty simple. You know, people ask me all the time, "How do you get better at broadcasting?" It's just like asking someone, "Well, how do you get into shape?" You now, there's no pills you can take now that. Will do your 45 minute cardio or make you stronger. It is very similar. It, it's actually the same. And I've learned that from 20 plus years of doing this. I can tell you honestly, I feel like I'm a better play by play broadcaster now that I've, I, and I'm still learning. And there, there's no such thing as you get to a certain age and, oh, I'm done. I'm constantly trying to learn. I'm constantly trying. Every game, I want to be better. But it takes a long time, it's a big commitment. But you need to do it. It doesn't matter where you're doing it. If you go to a game and you sit in the stands with a recorder, it's getting comfortable. So that's the biggest question I get from people is, should I take this job? You know, it's not at a big level. It's a call. Yes. If you want to get into this, it's like getting in shape. The more you do it, the better you get. I'm a big 10,000 hour uh, rule. I heard this on Howard Stern, Howard. Is big on this, too, that it takes you about 10,000 hours of a craft to be good at it. Writer, artist, I put broadcaster right in there, too. The more you get it, the more experiences, the more things you do that make you uncomfortable, you're going to get better at it. I look back at some of my experiences. My first full year of being a play-by-play broadcaster in Virginia, I sat in a press box that was wide open. I was alone. I tell you, honestly, I was... Scared to death, everybody could hear me. So in a, in a press box that, that we had, we had our official scorer next to me. We had the guys running the scoreboard, our public address announcer. And I had been an intern the previous year, so I called three innings. But then the keys are handed to me, and I've got to go out there at home for 70 games without my own booth. And I said, this is awful. I can't, I don't want to do this. And I look back at it. I was solo for, I think, my first seven years doing this. I didn't have a partner. I worked in a lot of wide-open press boxes. I didn't even have my own booth for a long time. All of that helped me now that I look back at it because it just, it was uncomfortable, but it really kind of threw me in the fire, and it helped me get better because you want to be better because people are listening constantly. Even though maybe a 1,000 people weren't listening, people were listening in my booth and, uh, you know, you look back at those experiences. So, uh, I, I've, I've had a lot of time to reflect and look back at things that have really helped me along the years, but again, uh, persistence and reps. And then the final thing I want to go back to too is let people inspire you of all ages. Let them inspire you. Uh, but especially for my, my older friends and family, let people 20 years younger inspire you because they do inspire me. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We do this every Friday. We send out a new episode of the podcast as we move closer to uh, pitchers and catchers reporting in baseball, but we get some big playoffs in the NFL this weekend. It should be fun. The Patriots are off. So uh, it's a fun time of year. We're we're transitioning close, close. We're getting towards the baseball season, but we get the NFL winding down and everything's going to start up quickly here. So episode three is in the books. Happy 2019, and next Friday we'll do episode number four.